This is the Sports Card Man podcast for episode number 12. I am your host, Vinny Rulo. Uh, we are back. A uh, lot to get to today as we'll continue our coverage for the NBA playoffs. A uh, couple games underway. We'll continue to preview the NHL playoffs card-wise, player-wise. Uh, talk about what's happening in baseball. A lot of prospects. Uh, a lot of players doing well to start the year, which is always cool. And we'll also talk about football, and I will also mix in some more card stuff as well too. But uh, yeah, let's open with um, some some card stuff right away. Uh, we did the Albany Sports Card Show uh, yesterday. Um, a few things I wanted to talk about at it. Um, I did pick up one interesting card. It was a Pete Alonzo uh, first Bowman Chrome uh, prospect card from 2016 refractor PSA 10. Uh, this is selling for about nine or selling it for about 175 ish. I would say one 160 even. Um, I picked it up for 90. Uh, so I probably will list that for 200 or best offer. You know, Alonzo off to a hot start with eight homers. And obviously the Mets are playing well too to start the year and you know he plays in a big market so that always helps um, his value for sure. Um, this one was interesting too. Um, it's a 2021 uh, Bowman Chrome uh, PSA 10 uh, Julio Rodriguez. Not a rookie. Um, his first prospect card is from 2019 um, but I thought it was a kind of interesting card. I traded um, a Jackson Holiday Bowman Chrome Refractor SGC 9.5 for that. So not the greatest trade, but I mean, I didn't mind it. I'd rather have the PSA over, um, you know, the SGC. And the same person I, you know, bought the Alonzo with, I made the trade with too. So I didn't mind that. Um, I did get a couple cards back from grading. So I wanted to share uh, this one. This is the um, Micah Parsons PSA 10 Red Ice. Um, you know, got a PSA 10 on it. Um, doesn't have too high of a pop report. That sells for around 125 to uh, 150. So I will probably be sitting on that until football season starts, or I would probably sell it for you know 150 or best offer. We'll have to wait and see. So I think once you know when we get closer to football, or maybe even during the draft, which is happening next Thursday, I believe April 27th. Uh, so, you know, maybe we'll, you know, do something with it then. But uh, just a few uh, card things to uh, open the show, uh, a little different. But uh, yeah, let's preview some uh, basketball of what's happening in basketball. Um, you know, some exciting games for sure. A um, couple of series are going to be a little bit better uh, than others. I think the Knicks and the Cavs series will most likely be the most interesting you know, also look at the Kings and uh, the Warrior series on uh, just because, you know, I think the Kings fans haven't been there in a while. Uh, it was a really, you know, big atmosphere. The Warriors don't play well on the road, um, but they play really well at home. So that's also, you know, a series that could go seven games. We'll have to wait and see. There's some other series, though, that don't, you know, it looks like it's already going to be over. Like I don't see Boston losing. Um, I don't see the Sixers losing in the first round. Um, so those are pretty much no brainers. I don't see like Denver losing. Um, you know, the Lakers uh, series might be uh, interesting too. 
Um, Phoenix, I think, are a little bit of underachievers, especially because, you know, right now they don't have they, any more excuses. They, they went out and got Durant. Um, I think Chris Paul is actually on a big decline. So I'm, it's hard, you know, it's hard when he's like, you're counting on him to be like a main player when he's, you know, pretty old now. I think he's around 37, 38. So, I mean, they've had a lot of opportunities the last couple of years and haven't been able to, you know, get to the final, you know, round or, you know, even win the championship. So we'll have to wait and see what that happens as well, too. Um, some Some other interesting things, too, I wanted to point out in basketball is what I've been noticing is, you know, when a lot of these guys this past weekend had big games, uh, their you know players' cards have gone up in value, and that's you know also the case in baseball right now too. But um, this is the most I've seen basketball you know sell in a while um, with the playoffs, so which is a good sign. Uh, so some players that I've noticed you know seeing some spikes based on you know how they've played um, in this past weekend so far, and with the playoffs starting, the biggest one was Austin Reeves. Um, I believe his rookie is from 2020, um, and you know he has a prism. Uh, he has a couple other cards too. Um, I saw a lot of his prism, you know, silver selling on you know different platforms where you could buy cards, you know, like eBay, um, a couple other places that I like to buy on are like Macari, um, which is also some good deals you can find too. Um, but yeah, I, I noticed, you know, he's now starting for the Lakers. So maybe, you know, that's why, you know, people are buying him. And I believe he had over 20 points, um, in the game. So it was cool to see a player like that, you know, start for people to start buying in basketball, which we haven't really seen in almost two years when, uh, basketball was kind of, you know, hitting an all time value. You could even make the case it's been almost three years, um, so I, I haven't really seen the, the big surges in basketball like you used to. So that's um, definitely interesting to follow. Uh, another guy I wanted to talk about is right now that I think is really undervalued compared to where he used to be um, is Anthony Davis. And I know some people don't like Anthony Davis or you know they can't stand the fact that he always gets injured. Um, but to me, he's a future Hall of Famer. Um, his card used to be really high. Uh, he's from the first year of Prism, which was 2012 Prism. So, like, you can get a PSA 10 of that card for, let's say, around 200 bucks right now. Uh, it used to be well over like a thousand, even like in the beginning of the season, it was like 400, 500. Um, but right now, it's come down to 200. Uh, you know, he was named the NBA all-time 75 team. He's like I said, he's already going to be a, hall, a future Hall of Famer. So at 200 bucks, um, I don't know how much lower that can get. Maybe like 150, but it's definitely uh, something to keep an eye on. If you know, if it does get down to 150, I myself might buy it as well. Um, even at the 200 price, it doesn't seem like too bad uh, considering. You know, it used to be so high, like I was saying, similar to a lot of basketball cards. Um, but that's definitely something to keep an eye on, too. And we'll, you know, see how it, uh, the Lakers do and how, if they can, you know, get to the next round. We'll have to see uh, how it goes. Um, another guy, too, which is personally, you know, one of my f- uh, favorite signings the, the Knicks ever made in the last, like, 
10, 15 years was Jalen Brunson. Um, I always thought he was like underrated and you know, the contract that he signed wasn't like, you know, out of this world where it was like they it's he's getting like forty, fifty million dollars like some of these other guys. I believe he's getting just a shade under thirty, which isn't bad. Um, and you know, he's elevated the Knicks to, you know, having a, a true point guard for the first time in a long time. Um, so and they've been waiting for over 10 years for, you know, a good point guard. And, you know, he could have easily made the all-star team. Um, I think personally he won the Knicks probably like 20 to 30 games alone this year. Um, and then obviously this past game to, you know, when he was uh, in the playoffs, he, you know, was the reason they beat the Cavs, I think, uh, down the stretch. Um, especially because you don't know right now if... if um, you know, Julius Randle is 100%. So look for more Brunson in this series if the, if they can get past, you know, the Cavs, which is going to be a tough series. I think ultimately that will go at least six or seven games too. Um, but it's going to be a crazy atmosphere in MSG. And I'm definitely a Knicks fan and looking forward um, to watching it. So I saw a lot of Brunson stuff sell, um, you know, this past weekend. Like his card is from 2018 the same year as Luka. So that was a great draft for the Dallas Mavericks. They wind up with Luka and Brunson. So with Brunson, his Prism Silver is probably around like 150, I would say now, which isn't bad for the fact that, you know, he's on like a big market. Um, he's, you know, had a great year. Um, I don't think the pop on that is crazily high either. So like, if you you know if you're a Brunson guy like it's not a crazy price to pay for Brunson considering that you know if the Knicks surprisingly do make a playoff run that could hit 200 it could hit 250 um, but you know try to maybe even try to get one for like 130 uh, like different you know platforms like my slabs might have one or maybe someone on eBay wants to sell one on auction or you know maybe you can get one on the blowout card forums but try to even maybe get his base prism 10 too i know base is not what it used to be but definitely brunson is someone to buy in the short term and long term um especially because like i said he's playing on the knicks and he's in that big market um and i still think that he's relatively undervalued uh another guy too that you know i i noticed a lot of people were buying up last week and he's still you know i think affordable considering how big of a player he is is uh, Jason Tatum. He is from 2017. Uh, his Prism Silver 10 would cost you around like right now 11 to 1200. Um, they were even like a thousand like early last week, and then you know people started buying them up. Um, his base Prism 10 is 200 or so, like 220. Uh, so if you don't want to spend the money on the Prism uh, Silver, you can get the Prism 10 base which I think both are good buys. It depends on, you know, what you can afford or, or how much you like Tatum. But again, he's also another guy that in the short term, I think he'll go up and in the long term, just because, you know, he's like such a dominant player. You can make the case he's like a top five player right now, maybe like top seven. Um, and the Celtics are right now probably the favorite to win the, the championship too. So Anyone that's gonna like win the NBA Finals, if you can guess right now, and then if they wind up winning, they always go up in value. So like last year, Jordan Poole 
if you bought him before, you know, at this time right now, and then they wind up winning, you would have did like uh, very well considering how low, um, you know, pool stuff was like while the seat, like while the playoffs were just starting. Uh, and I'm not saying like pools like as good as Tatum. So Tatum, Tatum, like you might even be able to get as a better at a better deal at this time last year versus than what Pool was going for uh, last year at this time. Uh, another guy too that I just think he's bound for the MVP, and I think he's too low considering that you know he's already on a Hall of Fame uh, path and. He's probably going to win it, I think, in my opinion, is Joel Embiid. Uh, his rookie is from 2014 uh, Prism, and his base is around 250, um, maybe even like 225-ish. So if you can get, you know, for 225 or 250, um, I think that's uh, fair, fairly undervalued considering a player that's going to win the MVP uh, and possibly make a run in the East. Um, just because, you know, with the big injury uh, to Giannis, you don't know if the Bucks will, how far they'll go or how long he's going to be out for. So keep an eye on that. Um, I think that's probably a card that should be around like three, 350. Um, I think at two, 225, that's kind of low uh, considering, you know, like I said, he's probably going to win MVP and then that should alone spike the card up. Uh, you would think winning MVP awards of players really boost their stuff up, uh, but after, for whatever reason, it doesn't really go up a whole lot as much as you would think. Um, but that's something also to keep an eye on too. Uh, and the last one, which I wanted to talk about too, was uh, Nikola Jokic. Uh, his rookie is from 2015. Uh, he also has a prism, and his base was around like, Seven seven fifty, uh, and there was actually one on my slabs that was put on for four seventy five last week, and you know that card I put up for my premium subscribers on at Sports Card Man uh, Premium, which you can join still for a one time fee of twenty five if you want to join and you get access to all these posts that I put out and with predictions and where to buy them. Uh, and and with that being said, this card used to be like seven seven fifty not too long ago. So at four seventy five, I don't see you know why that dropped so much. Where like only two weeks ago, this card was going seven seven fifty, and then even in like January February, it was like eight eight fifty. Is it because like he's probably not going to win MVP this year? Um, I'm not sure, but Denver is the number one seed in the West. So that alone, uh, and the fact that he's a two-time MVP back-to-back -back years, that alone should, there should be no reason why that card drops so much. So again, if you can find that at 475, 500 in a Prism 10, there's only like less than, I think around a thousand of those right, right around that mark. I think that's a good um, value to, uh, for sure. Uh, a few other things too with basketball now that we've pointed out a few players to look at in the playoffs um, and some teams to watch too is you know I've also seen uh, two things happening in the basketball market. Uh, we've seen the basketball uh, monopoly cards come out with Prism. So what that means is in uh, like at Target they had uh, you could buy like a box of uh, cards that it had it had like a game uh, centered around it called Monopoly. Uh, but the only thing I don't like about those cards is all of the cards say Monopoly on them, um, which I thought was kind of like, it almost makes it seem like they're from a different subset. 
uh, versus like the actual prism cards that come out. So I don't know if it's like too gimmicky to help sell like Monopoly or if those cards are gonna really have like long-term value or if they're just gonna be something like in the short term. So that's something that I don't know if like I particularly would wanna buy just because it's, like I said, it's gonna be in a subset. It's not gonna be the actual Prism set. So if it's something that, you know, you do uh, come across in a store, like a box for like 30 bucks, um, I would probably buy it and then maybe just resell the box. Like I know on the resale market, they're going like 50. Um, but they're completely sold out already everywhere, which they were like only 30 a box. And and on the secondary market, they're only uh, going for 50. So that's just my opinion on something like that. that is, I don't always get caught up in the hype in it, but it's just you know something to kind of that's kind of different and kind of new. So I just wanted to share a quick uh, thought about that. The last thing about basketball that I should mention is there was two. Um, there was two basketball movies that came out about a week and a half ago. One was the Air Jordan movie with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck where they talk about how they recruited Jordan to Nike um, and and then you know eventually that became his own brand uh, and things like that. And it's all centered around how they designed the shoe and how they signed Jordan, which is kind of cool and nostalgic. Uh, and it didn't really spike up Jordan stuff as much as you would think uh, versus when like the last dance documentary was happening. Um, the other one that I thought was kind of interesting too, <clears throat> that was also basketball, was the movie Sweetwater, which came out um, last Friday. And that movie is centered around um, the player named Sweetwater who played, uh, he was like one of the first or second uh, you know, African-American players to play in the NBA. And they do like a whole, you know, movie on them and, and stuff like that. And, you know, I talked about this on my page on Instagram where to buy his card, he was from the 1957 top set. And, you know, I thought that would be, you know, a good investment. And you could have bought it for like 275 like two, like 300 even on, you know, on eBay. Um, and right now it's selling for 450 and only a couple months later with the movie out. So that was where I was projecting it to hit. And then, you know, that was another good projection. But always try to buy, um, you know, a player's card of like when a movie or TV show is going to come out. Uh, and that's something I talked about in that post. Uh, so that was cool to see that, you know, projection hit. I unfortunately didn't buy that, but I just kind of put it out for someone else to get. So hopefully, you know, someone else did get that. Um, a few things in baseball, so we'll transition away from basketball. I know we spent a lot of time there. Uh, a few players that you know are playing well in baseball, and you know some cards to buy. So I'll go through those quick. Um, our post of the day to buy if you're listening to the podcast. So it might be there on the next couple of days. It might be there for the next couple of hours. So we'll reward someone for who is listening. Uh, right now, there is a player on the Oakland A's playing well. His name is Brent Rooker. Uh, he has a first Bowman Chrome PSA 10 um, auto, and it's $25 shipped on my slabs uh, right now. They're selling for around 50 or 60. Uh, the only thing I saw with the issue with that was the case had minor scratches on it. 
So I know some people are picky with the cases and some people don't care. Um, I think at the $25 value though, I would still buy it. Um, even, even with the minor scratch, I just think that's an easy double up and a low risk move. Uh, he's off to a good start with the A's, got a couple homers playing every day. So even though he's on the A's, it's still you know a first Bowman PSA 10, which is really low um, considering that you know it's hard to get PSA 10 first Bowman Chrome autos of players in the majors that at that price point. Um, obviously, we talked about Alonzo. I was going to spend some more time on him. He already has eight homers. Uh, and then, you know, look at his stuff to continue to go up and, you know, see if he can, you know, carry that momentum and, and we'll definitely keep, a you know, following that. I think uh, Xander Bogarts is still very undervalued. Uh, you know, he's from the first, um, I think his Bowman first is from uh, way back in like uh, almost 2000, uh, like 12 off the top of my head. Um, but I think, you know, a PSA 10 of him just sold for only, you know, 320 yesterday, which that seems too low for a guy that's off to another really good start, um, still in the prime of his career, you know, signed a big contract. So look at his first Bowman if you can get, get it at that price point, um, just because, you know, that team's going to be very good. And, you know, Bogarts is off to um, a hot start. Jared Kalanick, I think, is a little too high now compared to where he was um, in February, March, a lot of people are saying he's having a breakout year, which he is, but there was one sale of his first Bowman Chrome Auto 10 to sell for 525. Uh, just a little too high for me at that price. Um, you know, he has, this has been like his third or fourth year, but he's finally having a good year, which I get it. He's having a breakout year, but I just don't think it's worth paying that price for him. Um, but we'll have to see, you know, if he can keep it up. It's only been a couple of weeks, but at that price point, be a little cautious if you if you are going to invest in him. Uh, the other one that we spent some time on uh, last week, which he continues to dominate, uh, Garrett Cole, uh, probably the Cy Young favorite right now in the AL. It's going to be either him, Dylan Cease, uh, or Luis Castillo, I would say, are probably your top three choices. Um, Cole, right now, you can make the case this is the best he's ever looked on the Yankees. So, I was saying to buy coal on the last podcast, so if it's not too late, you know, try to get more of them. Whether that's the yellow hat of him in the chrome, or even the paper um, in a PSA 10, or if it's like you know his first Bowman Chrome Auto, try to definitely try to get some coal. Like I said before, it's even too late. Um, so we'll have to see how you know if he can continue to you know do well. His ERA is under one right now, so I think he can, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, another uh, guy I think is a good buy low in baseball is Sandy Alcantara. Um, if he's kind of off to a little rocky start, he had one uh, complete game. But you know, if you can get him cheap, like his first Bowman stuff, like I would, I would buy him just because I think he's a real deal. So there might be someone that wants to you know blow him out or panic, but we'll have to wait and see uh, with him too. Uh, some other prospects I would say uh, that got the call to uh, to look for is uh, Taj Bradley, Zach Nito, Brett Beatty, uh, Julian from the Twins, and Bello from the Red Sox. All those guys have been called up the last uh, week or so. My favorite is probably, um, I would say, Bradley as far as if you're going to uh, card-wise just because I think he's the cheapest. Uh, I don't think Julian has any cards. I'm not too much of a fan for, on Bello on the Red Sox. So if you are going to invest in one of those guys that got called up recently, I would look at Bradley. 
Um, the next wave of prospects, too, if you're a big prospect guy to look for, is uh, uh, Brandon Pefidat. I can't pronounce his last name. He's from 2020. Uh, Gavin, and he's on the D-backs uh, starting pitcher. Gavin Stone, also a guy, a lot of people on, on his radar uh, for the Dodgers. And then also, uh, he's another pitcher. And then also Andy Rodriguez. He's kind of a utility guy for the Pirates, but they're, I think they're going to try to use him as uh, catcher. Um, but I'm not I'm not sure exactly how where he'll play. But these are all guys that might be up in May, June. So kind of have them on your radar uh, for card wise and fantasy wise too. Um, a few raise guys too that a lot of people like Kyle Manzardo, Curtis Mead, both raise prospects, uh, and then Sal Frederick. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it on the Brewers and Bobby Miller on the Dodgers. Just other. You know some other prospects to kind of keep an eye on as you know the season progresses, and there might be some other ones too. Uh, we talked about hockey, you know, um, last week a little bit. There's a few other guys I wanted to add as that's starting tonight. Um, look at Sebastian Ajo in a, in a PSA 10 Young Guns. I still think they're undervalued. They're around a hundred-ish or so, a hundred, hundred and ten. Um, I think. You know, that's undervalued. It should be closer to like 150, 175. Carolina it had another good year. Uh, and, you know, he's always solid. Uh, Sebastian Ajo averages about anywhere from 70 to 90 points every year. Uh, Mika Zibanejad, I think he's still underrated with the, the Rangers. So his first uh, Young Guns was when he was with Ottawa. And, you know, you can get his card if you can get it for like 150 or so i would say that's definitely a buy um that's that's probably a closer to like a 200 250 card um i personally might even try to get one for like 125 or, or even i maybe 150 but if you go a little higher than the 150 threshold i think that's a little high but we'll have to see what happens with him but look look for the rangers to make another big run but they got a tough matchup against the devils uh and then obviously too i like jack hughes for both the short term and the long term as i talked about him i think believe last week uh kale mccarr um with uh colorado who won the cup last year his young guns is around 600 or so last year they were like closer to eight or nine uh, so, you know, look for them to also be in the mix too. Um, I think, you know, that's something that we'll have to wait and see what happens. It's wide open this year. A lot of teams could win it. At least four or five teams could win the cup. So these are just some guys to kind of keep your radar on. Um, as we have the last couple minutes, we'll spend some time on football and preview the draft. We haven't, or not the draft, I should say, um, some things to look at for football, and then we'll kind of preview the draft on the next episode. Um, so right now with football, this is the time to really start looking into buying football because a lot of people are zeroed in on baseball um, too. So like if you uh, don't want to invest in baseball and you're a big football guy, now's the time to start buying because then once July or August hits or even next week when the draft is happening, you know, people get in football mode and, you know, a lot can happen. So someone like Aaron Rodgers, for example, could be traded um, from now until we do our next podcast. So he's a guy that you want to be buying now versus waiting until he's traded to the Jets. Um, so there's a lot of cards that you can get of Rodgers. Um, his rookie is from 2005. Um, if you can get like his first Bowman, if you can get his tops Chrome, um, even his tops, um, all those are good buys, especially in PSA graded rookies. 
Um, I think immediately he'll see a big you know spike in value as soon as he goes to the Jets, and it's only a matter of time before um, it does happen. So that's something to keep an eye on too. Uh, if you're not interested in, let's say, investing in Rodgers per se, here's a few things to look for. You know, look for players in cracked ice auto um, from, you know, in their NFL uniforms, not college. Um, preferably cards that are like the, the vertical um, sell more than the, the horizontal if you are looking at cracked ice. Um, most of those cards are numbered at a 22 23, 24, um, it depends on the year, but they've only been around since 2012. Um, so that's something that, you know, those those cards are, you know, really popular, they sell really well, and then also look at gold vinyl. Um, those are also, I think, believe that most of those are numbered out of 10. Um, so those are really hard to find, but if you do, you know, find them, definitely try to get them as well too. Uh, and then all, obviously you try to buy like pre, uh, Prism PSA 10s of players, you know, Hertz just signed today for um, a record deal. So his Prism should all, all, always go up in value after like a big contract is signed. Um, his rookies from 2020, uh, I believe they were around 125, 120. So they should hit up, up the see definitely an, an increase for sure. And the other one too is try to look for players that are highly rated in fantasy. Whether that's using like fantasy pros um, to kind of see who people are talking up in the media, um, you know, you should see some big bumps as far as like who people are hyping up to have a good season, uh, and then apply that to your cards. Like, look at like, okay, hey, this guy I can get um, his card because you know people are talking about him a lot in fantasy. Uh, that's something that you wanna you know apply to cards for sure, and it definitely helps. Um, so look at, like I said, the Prism PSA 10s, uh, look at like the, the cracked ice uh, stuff, look at the gold vinyls, look at some silvers, base, kind of di like diversify. Don't just put all your money into base, try to get some autos, try to get some silvers, um, try to get some even some vintage too, like uh, uh, PSA graded rookies for football. Um, but yeah, um, that's going to do it for uh, this episode. We'll, next episode, we'll preview the draft, and we're also going to announce our stream uh, this week. Uh, thanks, guys. We'll uh, see you next week. Bye.